1: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Power Women and in Insurance podcast. We have Coach Mo with us today, and I've been trying to be able to get with her. Her schedule's been crazy. I think we've been talking about trying to get this podcast going now for probably about six or seven, 10 months, maybe even. And I am really, really pumped because Coach Mo is a powerhouse woman coach insurance agency previous agency owner. She has done it. She's seen it. She's coached it and she has raised it up through the ranks. So we are excited to be able to talk to her today and we are pumped to be able to pick her brain and learn a little bit more today about how we too can be amazing, powerful women in the insurance space. So Coach Mo, welcome. We're pumped to have you today.
0: Hey, I'm super excited to be here. Super excited. I think you're right. It's been almost 10 months. It so has been we, it's the first time we spoke on the phone for us to finally get together. So I can't wait to see, you know, what we uncover and you know what we do during this podcast. I'm so super excited to be here.
1: Well, good. You know, I know that you have an amazing story because, like I said just a moment ago, you have been everything in the insurance industry. You've done it pretty much all, especially um, in a client-based type situation where you work with people and you work directly with the insurance and clients and so forth. So tell our listeners a little bit about your journey. Tell them a little bit about how you got where you are today. And then we're going to get into what you're doing with all of that history so that you can help other women to be able to achieve their awesomeness in their own
0: space. Sure, sure, sure. So I've been in the industry 27 years. uh, November 3rd, excuse me, actually will be 28 years. Gosh. Oh my goodness. I started when I was three.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Me too, girl. uh, We're right
0: there. right, exactly. And I have been around. I don't think I've done a lot. I've done everything, but I've certainly done a lot. I started my career at State Farm um, I was what they call a storm trooper. Um, they now call them the National Catastrophe Team. So we travel the country and we handle national disasters. So hurricanes, tornadoes, floods, hailstorms, you name it, we did it. So I travel the country doing that. I love, 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 love that job. But it's very hard to have a family and a husband yeah. and kids and all of that doing it. But I do it. I joined when I was single, of course. I was very young, right. single so I did that. And then I transitioned out into field claims. So I was primarily a property uh, claims adjuster, handled that, loved that. And then the best job anybody could have, um, I was a special investigator. So I investigated arson fires and total loss theft. So if you could imagine me out there in boots and a hard hat, sifting through (laughs) a burned three story house and a basement. Yes, that was me. And that's what I did out in rural uh, Willacoochee, Georgia, which where is that? Nobody right. knows. And that's what I did for a long time, but I absolutely loved it. I loved it. I loved it. And so I was kind of like the, I know I'm going to date myself. I was the Columbo of insurance. <laughs> so um, found, you know, a lot of fact finding, a lot of people oriented types of things. And then I transitioned away. I, I had a mentor who said, you know, you're bigger than this. You're better than this. You need to find something that really speaks to who you are and your leadership abilities. I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. My grandfather was an entrepreneur, and so I I followed him. I thought the sun rose and set on him, and he said, "You need to go be an agent." And at the time, State Farm um, they had a pool of agents, right? But there were some people were waiting three and four years to get placed in an agency. And I was like, I don't want to wait three or four years. And I met a gentleman who happened to be from my hometown. I'm from a South Georgia. I'm from Albany, Georgia. And he said, you really should look at Allstate. Allstate has an amazing contract right now, and they're really recruiting um, women. So I did, and lo and behold, three months later, I, I joined the ranks of being an entrepreneur. Three months from wow. the day I reached out to the recruiter, I from the recruiter, they allowed me to own an, open an agency. So I opened my the doors January 1 of 2007. Now, you and I both know that was probably not the best time to start because nope. we were going right into that real estate bubble burst.
1: Yeah, 2008, um, I think, was the big real estate bubble, wasn't it? So you it really was. just kind of got started. And then all of a sudden, it just went pow. It just changed yes. everything.
0: Yes, it did. It I pretty much lost because my focus was property because that's what yep. I knew so yeah. i built i didn't know how to network but i knew i knew homeowners so i started working with realtors and really trying to build those relationships and mortgage brokers and that type of thing and suddenly there was nothing mm. so that was lesson number 1 don't put all your eggs in one basket yeah <laughs> because and my granny would often say that to me but it's true because all my eggs were in this whole real estate basket and the rug was pulled from underneath me however I believe that you can always change. You can grow and evolve and you can come back stronger and bigger and better no matter how low you get. And American Family Insurance came to Georgia. And um, my girlfriend said, hey, you need to look at this company. She was an Allstate agent at that time. And she said, I'm quitting. I'm done. And um, I've been interviewing with a couple of companies. I think I'm going to go with this company. And I said, "Okay." So I interviewed and they came to Georgia. That was 2009. I opened my doors in 2009 with American Family, and I stayed there for about four years um, running my own agency. But that's really where, I, I will be honest, where I kind of caught um, something different from behind the desk or on the other side of agency, even though I enjoyed it. I loved it. It was There was still something gnawing at me. Mm. Like, there's something different that you should be doing. And what what happened, I hired a coach, to be honest. And she said, go through your life. She had me journal my life and look at the themes in your life. Because those are the breadcrumbs that kind of tell you what your life purpose should be. And I couldn't figure it out. I was, what? What what (laughs) does that mean? Like, what? I don't know what that means. But I figured it out. Because even the agency I was in... They would send new agents to come and be mentored because I had best practices in place. I knew strategy and processes So because I worked in corporate. Corporate is nothing but processes, right? So I knew how to follow processes. And so I just started implementing, really emulating what I knew already from, from State Farm, from corporate. I just brought it to my office. And so then they started, all the newer agents, they would send them to me, train them, show them how to start doing how do they onboard their new employees? How do they network? Teach them how to do this. So I kind of started seeing, hmm, must be something to this. Yeah. <laughs> if they're sending people to me and I'm doing it for free. um, And then I left Allstate. I mean, I left American Family because I just decided I wanted to take care of my dad. My dad was terminally ill and I wanted to go and see him, take care of him. Yeah. And, you know, God has such a sense of humor. Here I was thinking I was just doing this great thing and we were going to be together. And two months later, he passed away. Mm. So I shut the doors of my agency and he's gone and I don't have a job. Right. I don't have anything. I don't have I have nothing (laughs) in the pipeline. I have nothing. And farmer's insurance was coming back to Georgia to start their scratch agency program. They pulled out about a year or two previous and then they came back with this new program and I applied to be a recruiter. I knew how to recruit, right? I knew how to network. So I thought, what could I do that was easy? And that was easy to me. I can go and talk to anybody and convince them to do anything. And that's how I ended up at Farmers as a recruiter. But that's when I caught the bug that the consulting piece was where I wanted because the agents pretty much were all women that I recruited. I recruited some men, but most of them were women. They would call me and say, "Okay, Murinez, I don't know what I'm doing. Are you going to come over here and help me? Can you come and tell me, do you have a employee handbook? Do you have a business owners manual? Do you know how do I do SOPs? What how do I how do I build my sales strategy?" And I felt obligated to be honest. Here I like, talked them into it. To <laughs> you, got them, you got them
1: in the process. You got to help I them gotta, through it, right? Yeah,
0: I got to see them through it. So I would. Well, and I it.
1: think too, you, 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 your job was there too, right? You weren't just a, a recruiter. You were, you were also kind of. Um, I think recruiters are also kind of um, reviewed on the people that they recruit too. So you really wanted to see them succeed on a level that was very good for everybody involved, right? Absolutely. And I think, I think that's where. A lot of people get really involved with other people is not just, you know, and then they fall in love with the process. And all of a sudden they find that they're looking up things at night and all these other times when they're trying to be able to bring resources to the table. And all of a sudden we find that we have this passion for that coaching and supporting and empowerment of others.
0: That's exactly you wrote it. That's exactly the story. I didn't want them to fail because I felt responsible for them. And remember now, I'd already gone through, it wasn't a bed of roses at all-state or American Family. Yep. I had tremendous challenges as an entrepreneur. And so I didn't want them to go through the things that I had gone through. So I wanted to help them fast track it if I could. And yep. just eliminate those you know, mistakes that I made. So that's what I was doing at night. Okay, what am I going to do? How do I help them build a SOP? How do I help them do? Because I just had it on the word doc. You know, right. that was me. I just let's type it on a word. Doc. <laughs> okay. And I found and so I started, they would pay me to come, but I worked during the day and then in the evening I'd help them.
1: Okay, nice.
0: Their processes and their ideas because it was still outside of the scope of what I was supposed to be doing as a recruiter. Now, you know, of course, all companies teach product knowledge. But they don't teach you how to be a business owner. Why don't
1: they? I think that's very interesting. You would think it would be very much in their interest to be able to do so. But the the whole ownership concept turns very much into kind of a sink or swim type of idea.
0: It is. And that's still today. And Mm -hmm. they try, and it may be some legal things, legalese there. I don't know why they don't do it specifically. But I do know they don't. Mm -hmm. And they certainly don't have um, a curriculum for women. Because we are just different. We learn different. Yep. We we interact different. We network different. We work differently. And so I decided, you know what? My business is going to be, I'm going to create a company that really fills that gap for women. Mm. Because I'm not just going to help you with a business. You're more than your numbers. You know that. But that's what they teach us. We're just numbers. What's your numbers? That's all they want to know. What are your numbers? What's your retention? What's your pe- household penetration? <laughs> you know, what's, what are your numbers? Did you hit your money goals this month? But you're more than that. Your mom, your wife, your sister, brother, you're all these things. I mean, sister, brother, sister, grandmother. You're all these <laughs> right. And I thought, why don't I do a hybrid of something? So that's kind of how it all started to become this hodgepodge of where life and business intersect. Cause that's where the gap is for us mm-hmm. as women, or I believe it is. Yeah. that's what it was for me. It was just that gap of where they intersected, and you and I both know. My my coach, I have a coach. I have two actually, and she said this to me last week, and she's so right. She said you cannot have a busted life and think you're going to have a booming business. Mm. And she was right. She's right. Mm-hmm. Getting- Can't have a busted life. And so I thought, I'm not going to let women have busted lives. Mm -hmm. I just can't. My life was busted. (laughs) So I know what that feels like, to have a busted life and still try to work and still meet your numbers and be all these things. Well, then who helps us? And I raised my hand and I said, I'll be that person. So that's kind of how we are full circle, uh, Marnie Oliver International, and we help women personal and professional development. So that's specifically what we work on, training and development. So I call myself the lifestyle strategist for women in insurance and because it's really about a lifestyle. You can't, one does not exist without the other. Your business cannot exist without your life and your Mm -hmm. life really can't exist without your business. So that's really where um, I believe I'm meeting that gap for women.
1: No, I love that. I love that because I think, as women we think that we need to do it all and i actually have another podcast on women we can have it all we just don't have it all in every single moment right now we're the mom right now we're the business owner right now we're the daughter right now we're the you know the team coach but we need to realize that we can have it all we just don't have it all at every single moment but we need to have that balance that when we're in that space at that moment, We need to be present right then and there because that's where we are. And I mean, I raised my kids as a single mom, you know, um, their dad is amazing. I absolutely adore him. He lived in Colorado and New Mexico for a vast portion of their, their childhood or one of my kids are six years apart. So, you know, and, you know, and so being that entrepreneur, being that daughter, being that mom, being that person who has to be able to do all these, I had to be really, really present in one given moment to be able to be there for whoever it was I'm in that moment with, whether or not it's a client, whether or not it's a team member, whether or not it's a one of my children, whether or not it is a friend, we have to be in the moment doing what we can do and bringing our very best to that moment. And I love that that's how you coach people is to bring their very best in that moment, because that to me is the secret sauce that I don't think a lot of women get. We think we need to be all things at all times. And therefore we juggle too many things mentally and emotionally at every single moment. And it exhausts us. It just exhausts uh. us in a way that I don't think it exhausts men.
0: It doesn't. Well, they don't have the same responsibilities that we have. So it's just different. You know, it's just a different dynamic for us. And I, you know, of course, no bashing of men at all. We don't. No, not that. at all. It's just
1: a a thing. There are women out there who operate differently than other women. I mean, it's just the same
0: thing, right? Yeah, we just operate differently. But I agree with you. We can have it all. We just can't have it all at the same time. Right. I agree with you. It has to be being present in the moment for wherever you are. And wherever you are, I'm a huge self-care advocate. So that's Mm -hmm. really one of the pillars, my core values for my company is self-care. So one of the first things that we talk about when I meet with a client or I meet with a potential client is where are you in your mind? Mm-hmm. How are you taking care of yourself? Because that is so very important. You cannot pour from an empty cup. So who's pouring into your cup, or how are you getting your cup filled? And what I'm finding, ninety percent—this is huge because I take—I run my numbers all the time. I'm looking at it. Ninety percent will answer, "Nobody, mm-hmm. my cup is empty." So where do you, where's that soft place for you to land? Uh How are you going to mentally make those shifts when things are not going well in the business and things are not going well in the life? You have to invest in self-care. So I have a self-care toolkit or what I call an owner's manual that I give my clients. Everything we own, major products that we buy, they come with owner's manuals. Mm -hmm. So, but why then do we not have an owner's manual for your life?
1: Very true. But they
0: don't don't come with owner's manuals. You have to build them. Yep. And so that's one of the things that I work with women. So, again, it's completely different. Uh, It's a little disruptive, to be honest, when people think of business coaching. Because they're like, what? You're doing what? Woo-woo? That's woo-woo stuff. Well, I'm woo-woo. So... That's But women need that. We need that in order to thrive. I don't mean just survive. To thrive, we have to have people that pour into us and we have to pour into ourselves. Hmm. So that's the very first thing that we work on in my community um, and, and then also in the programs when I'm engaging a new new client or a prospect.
1: And I love that you actually have a book, too, that is, and now remind me the name of it, What I Wish I Would Have Known on the Other Side of Agency Ownership. I love that title because you've been there, you've been successful with it, you've helped other people, and you have an amazing book with that. Tell us a little bit more about that, too, because I know you have other things coming out along with the book.
0: I do. I do. So, yeah, so it's called What I Wish I Knew on the Other Side of Agency Ownership. So it's kind of my life lessons and business lessons that I learned as a woman insurance entrepreneur. And so it's kind of autobiographical, but it's not. It's just the lessons that I learned. And um, one of the first lessons, well, well, let me back up. One of the reasons I wrote the book was because I wanted to share, have something to share with women to show I've gone through it too. Mm. You're not alone. You're not by yourself. And the things that you're experiencing are not abnormal. Right. They're perfectly normal. But when you're not sharing it, when you're not having conversations, when other people are not saying, listen, I am a hot mess. because We just look cute. I think I told you that I see through your Maybelline. And so we're a hot mess, but nobody wants to say I'm a hot mess. I'm just not a hot mess every day. Right. (laughs) But. I'm experiencing these things. And so I just walked through all of these lessons and like lesson number five is family is more, is just as important as your career. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn that because when you go into entrepreneurship, I don't know if this was for you, but this is what it was for me. I had something to prove. I had to prove that I could do this thing by myself. I could be superwoman, which is fourth chapter. <laughs> that was number four was the Wonder Woman syndrome, be damned. Because I love that. we are not Wonder Woman, and, but we think we are. And we're on that fast road to burnout when we do those types of things. And so that's why I wrote this book. And then first quarter of 2021, I'm working on it right now, is the handbook or the workbook companion to go with this. Because at the end of each chapter, I have a little space where you can kind of journal. I ask three questions, three little oh, nice. questions, and I've got lines here that's based for each chapter. And so, you know, look at yourself. Where do you want to be 12 months from now, two months from now? Five. So it's kind of, you know, gets you an opportunity to journal, but I want women to have an opportunity to go a little bit further. Okay, I've answered these questions. How am I going to build a blueprint or a strategy to get there? And so that's what the whole handbook uh, companion guide will be, and we will launch that in 2021, and it will actually be part of the curriculum. We're going to teach this curriculum inside of our Coach More Experienced Mastermind. We'll talk a little bit about that, but yeah, so the women, all the women in my mastermind will get the book, they'll get the handbook, and then we do the, um, we teach the modules on mindset and leadership, we will be teaching from the handbook.
1: I love that. Because we do have to be able to make time for ourselves. But one of the things that I have also found is that people, not just women, all people, compare themselves to what somebody else is doing. And I absolutely love social media because I think it allows so many of us from all over the country to really connect and not feel like we're in competition, right? Because I think if you go to something local, people might go, oh, well, you're only two miles away from me. We're going for the same market. And we're really not. I mean, I'm in Dallas. And honestly, I mean, there's millions of people in Dallas, right? It's like, I can't insure them all. You like let's share, you know, I don't really care. But even in that in the day of the internet, we can be <laughs> writing business anywhere, right? Like we could be licensed in multiple states, we could be right of our entire state, right? We can go anywhere and do anything and it niche down. There are so many different options today in insurance. But at the same conversation, when we get out there and people and there are some people that inflate certain things and there are other people who diminish certain things. Right. And we don't share our our triumphs and our joys. I don't do that very well, unfortunately, Um, but I need to do more of it. But I know that when we share in a very honest way, we can really help other people, but yet there's always, there's that saying, right. Comparison is the thief of joy. So being able to share sometimes, Somebody else goes, oh, you had a great month this month of $120,000 with the new business premium. Rock on, I just wrote this one policy for $325,000 in premium. You go, well, shoot me right now, right? I mean, but you were thrilled two seconds ago. And so the key is, is that I think to me, how do you find that we can keep ourselves from being able to compare? Because I think not only running ourselves ragged, but then the comparison I think the number one thing that helps us as business owners is really to be able to have that sense of self-accomplishment, but that goes into so many things that goes into self-care that goes into not comparing ourselves to others. That means feeling successful, being successful, having a good life at home. Like you're saying the whole picture, how do you find, I mean, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. How hard is it to try to get to that point? Can people even get to that point? I just wonder if that's even possible that we can get to that point of equality, even in our own minds.
0: I think it's just very challenging. Yeah. Um, But here's where I will say I believe the linchpin of change happens for women is when we identify our purpose. Mm. And, And so when you are, now let me say this, it's very easy to be distracted. And I have what I call triggers. Triggers for me too is I tend to chase shiny objects. But you got to yeah. kind of know that, right? You got to know who you are in order for you to know what your triggers. Awareness, are. yeah, And so, right. Very self-aware. I'm extremely self-aware. I know what my triggers are. So I'll give you a little story really quickly. I was in a training just last week. I had a workshop with my coach, and she brought on this panel of people that had, um, you know, been through her program. They're into the million-dollar, you know, consulting firms. They've grown their companies to the millions of dollars, and I didn't watch. And so I shared it with my mastermind sisters because I'm in a mastermind. And she said to me, why didn't you watch? And I said, because I know that's my trigger because I would have been comparing myself the entire time. And I would have been looking at their social media. I would have been trying to Google them and what are they doing? I don't have, I can't allow distractions. We have less than a hundred and I don't know how many days we have left in the year, but I don't have time to focus on what they're doing. I just don't. Because I'm focused on what I believe my mandate is on my life. The mandate Mm. for me every morning is I'm going to help these women get where they need to be. I'm very clear on that. But there are so many years that I was not. So to answer your question, it is a self-reflective journey in order for you to figure that out. Mm. Yes, I believe women can figure it out. Yes, I believe that they can get there, but it's not overnight. I didn't wake up this way. Mernice Coach Mo, Mernice Justine did not wake up like this. I'm 52. (laughs) Right. It took me many, 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 many moves and doing the work to get here. Now, let me say this. When people used to say to me, do the work, I was like, what work? What are you talking about? What does that mean? You know, I was indignant about it. But I began to realize what you just said. It's about self-awareness. Self-reflection, being able to journal what's going on in here Mm -hmm. and in here. Because for women, it's both. What's going on for both of us? Men can think solely here.
1: Yeah, men are much more cerebral and they're not as much here. Women were here, but then we check it here. And then we recheck it here and here. And and it does the whole boomerang back and forth between our head and our heart and our head and our heart and our head and our heart. And 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 sometimes our heart talks our head out of stuff. And sometimes our head talks our heart out of stuff. And to me, I find that's the biggest difference between Mm -hmm. women in business and men in business, because we say, this is what we need to do. And we go, but is that really the best way to do it? Is it, is that really the kind way to do it? Is that the way that Maybe I should buy everybody a candle when I tell them that this is what we're going (laughs) to do.
0: What about the people? What about them? What about them? them? And I will say the last thing I think that really helps women to get there with the confidence building, it's having your people. And What I mean by that is people that understand you, that get you. They are your people. Some people call it tribe. Some people call it community. I say people. Y'all are my people because you understand what I've gone through. You sat at my desk. That's part of my, on my website, it says that I sat at your desk, I walked in your shoes, I ate your lunch, because I walked that same road in life. And I believe that when we support and we encourage one another, but we hold each other accountable, that's where the magic happens. But it doesn't happen until you find your people, you're willing to do the self-reflection work, because it's true. And also identifying your triggers and being very clear on what your purpose is. What is, what's that driving momentum to your life every day? And it changes. Absolutely. It evolves because women evolve. We evolve quickly. Yes. So <laughs> it may not be that 90 days from now, you may be on another evolution of Teresa. I may be on another evolution of Coach Mo and it is okay it is not abnormal that you change you are supposed to change and evolve and evolve that's why we're created human beings
1: i think some people too think that they're supposed to like get to that point of arrival and we have to also understand that like you said we're constantly growing we're constantly evolving it, you know and and i know that there's different stages of a business like you're learning you're editing you're mastering and then you're mentoring right i think those are kind of the concept but our life is that way too right and so we get to the point where we've learned something we've edited it maybe we've mastered it right we're pretty darn cool people and then all of a sudden we go oh but let's tweak it a little bit more boom we're back to learning right boom we're we're to learning <laughs> editing, right and I think sometimes we get kind of cocky and we get up there and we go I'm ready to go mentor my little little friend down the street right we all think we're all just cool and kind of badassy about that kind of thing right I mean we're all just awesome. But then on the other side of that, all of a sudden we find ourselves back to learning and editing, and especially in today's day and age with technology and life, and 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 people always keep us learning and editing, right? Whenever we're working with clients, and and, um, and you know carriers are constantly changing things, underwriting guidelines and so forth, and whenever we get in there, sometimes we get really frustrated, and we think, "Have I not arrived yet?" Dag Nabbit! Certainly, I need to have arrived by now. And I know for me, I just get tired of okay we're back to editing we're back to learning but then again at the same point it's also what keeps us fresh it also is what keeps us alive and um i think entering that process with an attitude of gratitude is super important and mindfulness like you talked about knowing your triggers being aware and knowing that that's all just a part of the process
0: it is and you just you're talking my language girl gratitude <laughs> that is huge huge for me so one of the other things we have a workshop coming up next month a boot camp for women who want to refresh and revitalize their businesses. So we're going to work the whole 30 days on their businesses, but um, they're going to get a little download of a gratitude journal. And so it's going to be really cute. It's going to be a voice gratitude journal. So (laughs) we're going to do that really cute. It'll be an electronic, but it's an opportunity for them to, or us as a community express gratitude for where we are and what we have in our lives every day. I don't get out of bed any morning without, you know, affirming my gratitude and waking up and here's where I am and being okay with it. And then affirming what I want. I'm a huge believer in manifestation. And um, I just said, this is one of my clients on Thursday night. I'm like, you know, where you are in life, you got there in your mind first, first. And so you manifested that the house you live in, the car you drive, you manifested all those things. We're just not at that level of consciousness to, we didn't, that we knew that or know that. But once you are, girl, you're going to be what you say, bad mama, shut your mouth. That's <laughs> going be a bad mama. Bad mama, shut your mouth. Because then you understand the power for everything mm-hmm. I want in my life. I can manifest and create right here. Yep. But it starts with gratitude. It is. So you're speaking my language, girl.
1: I love it. I love it. So tell me about some of the resources you have. I know you have this amazing coaching program, and I know you have so many other things. So you have the book. You have other things. Tell us a little bit about the different resources where you can connect to people, people can connect to you, and how people can really get the resources that you're bringing to the table.
0: Oh, sure, great. So one is I we have an amazing group of Facebook community, and it's called Insurance Women Rock. Because I believe we do rock, yep. and it's just a free community. I don't charge for it. Um, we offer master classes. We do webinars in there. We do um, accountability. We do some. Um, now I have just integrated this new thing in the group, and it's called Business Makeover, where women can come and get a live business makeover on camera. So we ask questions, and we I'll just help them re rearrange in 30 minutes. Uh, Their business and make their so business makeover. So I kind of got that idea from I don't know if you remember the TV show called um, Makeover Your Life or Makeover Your and they would go in and make their their houses over their makeover. So that's kind of my idea is how I got that idea. But anyway, so we do those. We're going to do business makeovers in there. It's a great community um, to just uh, network, connect with other women you know that are already in the insurance industry. And I am of course personal lines. So my my background is personal lines. Um, but it's not industry specific. So it's not just agency, it's not just financial services. It is for any woman who wants to come and have some accountability, community, and support. That's where we are. And also get some free training. And for those who want to go take it a little bit more further, um, we have just launched, or we're now we just launched lap this month, the Coach Mo Experience. So Coach Mo Experience is a hybrid of mastermind and training. That women come and they really want to work with me one on one, but they're not really for that huge investment because it is more to work with me one on one. But they still get that whole community feel because there are other women and they're all doing the same things and they they get to work with me three times a month. So wow. we have two group sessions together where we're teaching. And it's kind of a hybrid of teaching and coaching. And then um, they have a one individual coaching session with me every month. So they're going to see my cute little face <laughs> every month for three times. And then we have one week off and that week is for implementation and execution. Cause that's what I'm all about. We can talk, we can do all of this all day long, but if we're not executing or implementing, then we've done nothing. True. we wasted time. we wasted resources. So that's kind of where we are. And then we just launched our webinar series. Um, the first one, as I said, is the boot camp. It's called Tactical Tuesdays with Coach Mo. And so every Tuesday we're going to meet for an hour, hour and a half, and we're going to walk through four areas of business. Of course, the CEO mindset, uh, the business um, operations side of it. We're going to talk a little bit about marketing and then we're going to talk about some visioning strategy for where nice. they need to be and where they see themselves for the rest of 2021 Because I still believe we can hit goals now and the end of the year. But what are you going to do January 1 or January 2 when you go into your office? Where are you going to be? And I find so often when we don't, we just don't, our entrepreneurs, we're not creating those plans that we should have in place. We just kind of do it fly by night. But it has to be a plan. And so this is their opportunity to come and we're going to create the plan together. Uh, for the rest of 2021 on into 2022. So every other month, we'll have a live training series. Um, It'll be a boot camp series for that. Nice. Um, And then lastly are for the women who say, well, you know what, Coach Mo, I just want to talk to you. (laughs) And so I do have a one-on-one coaching strategy. It's called Ready to Lead. And so those are the women who are, excuse me, not ready to lead, I'm sorry. Um, we changed it. I told you I was rebranding. So we changed it right. to that. And it's called Beyond the best. Okay. And so that's for women who desire to launch, maybe like you, they want to launch their podcast. Maybe they want to launch their own speaking, you know, tour. They want to write a book. Um, but it's for women insurance entrepreneurs who want to do something beyond the desk. So that's okay. why we call it Beyond the Desk. So that's kind of what we have going on right now. And I'm very, very excited about the Coach Mo experience. Girl, when I tell you that is where it is, that is where all the magic happens. But I believe it happens because it's the group. It's that community. It's those minds in there just on fire. And they're doing it together. Nobody has to feel like they're alone. So we've got some people show up crying. You know, I didn't hit my goals. What am I going to do? And then we all are able to pull each other back in mm-hmm. and say, wrap bandage you up, you know, scrape your knee. Okay. We're going to put a bandage on it and let's get this plan together. So that's the beauty um, of what's going on right now inside of coach mode. Experience.
1: I love it. I love it. So tell us a little bit about how people can reach out to you. What are your websites? We talked about your Facebook group. Give us some of those, yeah. give us um, the specific website and the way that you want to be contacted. I'm sorry. My voice is just, <coughs> excuse me. Okay. So that way okay. people can work directly with you. The the website, I mean, remind me of what the Facebook group is. It is the Insurance Women Rock. Is that correct?
0: Insurance Women Rock. That's how they can connect with me. Yes. But also one thing I forgot to mention was the leadership organization. So that's the national association that I started for minority and multicultural women. It's Kind of my baby. I'll tell you that. That's why I got to mention it. Um, But it is a membership organization and we created it for networking. But really, we wanted women, uh, minority and multicultural women to really think about insurance as a viable option for a career. And then once they say, yes, I want to pursue it as a career, let's help them build thriving careers. Yes. And so that's why we created Nawi. It's the National Association for Advancement of Women in Insurance. That website is nowynetwork.com. That's N-A-A-W-I-network.com. Uh, we've got leaders all over the country. Thank God for doing that. But our goal, we got a huge goal for the next 12 to 18 months. We want um, 100 women in every state. Wow. Well, that's a BHAG. That's a big, hairy, audacious goal.
1: Congratulations. I hope you guys make it because uh, yeah. I love thank that.
0: Thank you. So that's our goal. We want 100 women, um, a community of 100 women in every state uh, that represents we So that's huge. And then my website is merneesoliver.com. Very easy. Um, and that's where you'll get opportunity there. You can join my blog and follow, my newsletter. You can follow my blog there. I blog every month on leadership and CEO mindset development. Those are the things that I teach and talk about on my blog, but also you know, how you can work with me. We do offer training also for staff um, if agents are out there and they want um, some sort of staff training. Right now, we offer a bi-weekly biweekly uh, lunch and learn, what we call a lunch webinar um, that we do for staff. And we talk about different things, sales strategy, pipeline, uh, follow-up systems, all of those things that are important to help them be successful as producers. So we um, launched that. And so we're doing that every other Wednesday. So that's available as well. And then LinkedIn, of course, is Marnie Soliver. Uh, everything is Mernice Oliver on Twitter, as well as on Facebook. You can find me under Mernice Oliver. So I try to make it very easy. But I would say the first place I want women to go is come on over to Insurance Women Rock, join the community and then find out whether or not we fit. We're a good fit because there are communities, you know, thousands of women thousands, communities so many all over Facebook. And so we want to, you know, see if we're, um, if we're a good fit for you. We may not. Um, but if we are not, we're certainly willing to help you get to where it is you need to be and to find your people. I believe we're your people, but you may not, you know, not everyone right. would agree.
1: Right. And just like, you know, you want the right butts and seats, right? Just like all of us do okay. in our team. We want the right people. Doesn't mean anybody is not necessarily, you know, the best people or whatever. It just means they're just all your people. And when right. I was single, I used to always, whenever I would, Whenever I move on from a relationship back when I was single, I would just tell people, you're an amazing human being. You're just not my human being. And that doesn't mean there's anything wrong and with there's that. There's
0: nothing wrong with I that. I want to help right. you
1: go find whoever you can be amazing with.
0: There's nothing wrong with that. And then exactly. lastly, I do want to offer a free gift. Well, um, you can go to bit.ly backslash coachmo gift to you, and you can get a free download of my book. Um, Or you can order the hard copy on Amazon. But if you want a free download, you can go and get that at bit.ly backslash coachmo gift to you.
1: Awesome. We're going to put that in the show notes below as well. So that way people can reach on out to you, get your book, be able to download it and be able to make sure that they connect directly to be able to get the resources and the help they need to be able to build their insurance career and be able to embrace their inner power. I think that is fabulous. Well, you know what? I really appreciate your time today. I know that we could probably have like 17 other conversations of what we've actually talked about today. So we want to make sure we do have you back um, and dig deeper, especially I think that that mindset thing can be really hard because that whole back and forth thing between the head and the heart. And um, I would love to be able to come back and talk a little bit more about that. I think that is one of the things that I'm super passionate about. One of the things I struggle the most with as well. Maybe that's why I'm passionate about it. And um is one of the things I think makes the biggest difference in this process of being able to embrace our inner power of being a woman in our insurance space and just in our space in general. So Absolutely. we're gonna have to
0: been my pleasure to be here. I feel very honored and I feel very grateful for you um, for this platform that you connected with me. And we're like, we immediately connected. You're my people now forever. That means you You take care of me. We're going to take care of each other. We will. We got it. We got it. And so whatever you need, whenever you need me, I will be there. That is my promise. Um, All you have to do is pick up the phone and call. I am there. So whatever you need, girl, I'm there to support your community as well. And I think I'm going to have to bring you into a webinar series and have an interview with you as well. So we'll talk about that as well. But it's been a pleasure. I'm
1: pumped. Well, everybody, this has been another awesome and amazing episode of Power Women in Insurance and the podcast episode, and we are thrilled. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on all the major streaming networks on Apple iTunes. We are on Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts. We're part of the agency intelligence platform, so you can go online and be able to see us there on the agency intelligence podcast platform, and we are honored and excited to be able to partner with amazing women all over the country, all over the world the world. In all aspects of insurance to be able to help you achieve your dreams and be able to create the career that you really, really want. Everybody, make sure you give us a review whenever you see us on all these different platforms. Engage with us. Talk to us. This is all for you. Until next week, next Wednesday, we'll have another powerful episode and another powerful woman. Join us again at the Power Women of Insurance podcast, and we'll see you next week. Have a great day.